Welcome to Play and Chill, a Nintendo podcast on the Andrew Collette Show channel. Today we're talking about Metroid Prime, and ooh, it's going to be a spicy one. At least at the beginning, I'm just going to stay straight up. This is probably the only Metroid Prime discussion online that's going to have some honesty. And what I mean by that is there's going to be a little <laughs> negativity about it. Because, oh man, my bad. I just had uh, feedback going in my ear. But anyways, uh, what, what we mean by that is... Or what I mean by that is that a lot of the online discourse of this game just seems to be overwhelmingly positive, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just, uh, I, I just feel like whenever I see someone share anything negative about this game, they actually get a lot of heat for it, and I don't think it's deserved. <laughs> yeah, and like I like I've seen some Reddit discourse and such, and like for example, they'll be like, oh yeah, like the backtracking gets annoying. They're like, that's what a Metroid game is. It's backtracking. You're just <laughs> yeah. a loser. You hate back. Like you don't know how to backtrack. And I'm like, okay, there's a reason this game has not even sold three million copies. And you know, I'm not. That's not a dog either. But anyways, before we go further, I just want to thank our YouTube channel members. Uh, we, uh, I think we got a new one since our last podcast, which is awesome. But that's who the podcast is brought to you by. If you join the channel for a dollar, you get cool loyalty badge next to your name and if you join for five dollars you get credited at the end of our videos and i think we're going to try to start doing that with our podcast today too anyways yeah let's talk about the gameplay of metroid prime once again i want to be clear i enjoyed this game i like it it's just not more than that like i, I literally have not seen a review where they're just like oh like seven out of ten eight out of ten i think the lowest score i've seen for this game is nine out of ten which is great <laughs> Like that that's awesome. Like I'm so happy for those people. But I think there is a reason why this game is more niche. When people say, "Oh man, Nintendo just has to drop the Metroid game like this or whatever and like it's going to sell bonkers." No, like Metroid is a more niche uh, you know, game uh franchise IP for Nintendo. Now like like I said, like Metroid Prime has like we don't have the remastered sales uh but in the past it, it's sold just under 3 million. I think Dread is the best-selling one that's over 3 million. And don't get me wrong, for any game that's great. Uh but for when it's Nintendo who's has different expectations, that's on the lower end. Like, you know, in the normal game world, great. But with Nintendo, it's not as great uh compared to other Nintendo games. Yeah. And I know there was like I think one counter argument a lot of people make is well, Nintendo uh, said this performed above expectations, the remaster and all that. And that is true. But what were their expectations? Like, why are they having to all of a sudden do some last-minute shipments of this stuff? And I don't think we're going to find that out till the next financial report. But I'm just saying that I bet their expectations were a little low. And maybe, like, beyond their expectations still might be low. But we'll see. Um, but I think just proof that I've been a Nintendo boy my whole life, and this is the first time I've played Metroid Prime, kind of speaks... To why and now I've, I've played Metroid Prime Two, but like that's it's so weird. I, I like I only got into that game for just because like a friend gave it to me and stuff. Like I didn't even get it. Anyways, my point is like that's I think this appeals to a certain demo, uh, not demographic, just, yeah, just certain market. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. uh, want to be clear, I liked it. Do you get what I'm saying, Visa? Are you agreeing with me? Well, yes, what are you thinking? yes, because I feel like. Most people will compare the game with the, the game, with itself, you know, with the old version of the game, and not in a sense of like, for example, hey, if it's a new game for me, you know, compared to other games that I have available to play right now, let me put this against other games in this year, not whenever that game came out the first time. Because I, I understand some some stuff for being an old game, but I cannot judge for that era, right? Like I can, but but I like you know I can say like oh yeah I can understand how like why they don't have this. Like I'm not gonna say like for example let's say fast travel. I don't I understand why they don't have that. It's an old game. I understand the reasons. I understand a bunch of things that the game do that I don't like because it's not from today but at the same time it still sucks like it still sucks to play you know because i'm playing today i'm not playing <laughs> years ago so so that's that's the thing and I, I agree with you i enjoy the game uh i started playing 
without checking anything, like just playing the game without checking guides. And at one point, I, I moved to a guide and then I just used the guide the whole game because I couldn't do it without it because I felt like I was just wasting my time. But but I guess we can uh, we'll discuss more of it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you just enter that thing or you want to talk about anything else from the gameplay first. Because, yeah, no, yeah, f for sure, for sure. I, I just, I just want to get the point across that, uh, like that. There's a, nah, I don't know. I keep being the dead horse with this. There, it's just, <laughs> it is neat. It is a more niche franchise for a reason, and uh, I think people just got to be more open to, you know, people not thinking this game is perfect and stuff. Because there are improvements, uh, like fast yeah, travel yeah. that you say, but I think a lot of at least the Metroid fans I've seen online don't want fast travel. I don't think they want that. Um, yeah. I do like some of the classic feels like, you know, their save points and stuff. I kind of like that, even though like sometimes I got punished hard, but like I knew there was a save point and I didn't get it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I also have to, uh, uh, one big caveat or one thing about me is I'm not a big Metroidvania kind of guy. And even though this is my first time playing Metroid prime games, I played quite a few you know, Metroidvania games, whether it's Castlevania, uh, Super Metroid on Ninten on Super Nintendo. Um, oh, what's that indie one? Not Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight's the only Metroidvania game that I like. Was like, wow! Like, I I actually want to try more of this genre. Oh man, I'm trying to remember. Was it Axel Verge? Is that what? The oh, Axiom Verge. That's what it's called. Uh, and I, I didn't enjoy one. that. So, you know, that's a, that's an important thing to know, too, is this is this genre is not really catered to me. But I think that's important to know, too, because you listen to reviewers, you listen to, you know, different YouTubers and stuff online because you're trying to find someone with like a similar interest as you and you want to find out if it's for you or not. Otherwise, you fall in the trap of I, I, one common trap. I know a lot of people fell into with the switch is Stardew Valley. Like, there was just so much freaking hype when that came out on the Switch that even people who weren't into farming simulators got it because they could not find one, like, honest review of someone with their similar video game taste, and they just heard it from all these Stardew Valley fans. And yeah, I got it, ever. and I was like, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, but the best I don't game ever, see yeah. anyone ever say fine. Yeah, but you say it's the best game ever. Yeah, so that's important you, to know. Yeah. I just, I'm just saying, like, if you have, like, my similar taste, like, this is what you need to know when going into Metroid Prime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I want to say when it's when it gets going, when you're going in this game, I really do enjoy it. I just hate, like I just feel like physically stopped at points. Like I'm like what, or oh I had to do all this backtracking, or I had to do this tedious thing before I get back to the fun, and that's yeah, not yeah. fun to me. I got uh, frustrated. But, yeah, at one point I got frustrated with the. Um, because like I said, I was playing just normally without checking any guides. And then uh, I got to the ice area. We're going to talk more later, but just like for, you know, because that one, when it hit me, because that's the when the first time I got frustrated. And then to progress, you had to, I think, uh, destroy a, a gate or something in the ice area, like the first time you get there. And that I never thought about doing that. And I got like, I spent like one hour, one and a half hour going like backtracking everything I had and looking at every corner and that was like nothing and i was just like okay what do i do now so yeah it was just a tiny mistake but like it takes so long sometimes to go from one place to another place and then you don't know exactly where you need to go so i was just lost and then i got frustrated and then i started checking a guide and then like the game got way better because i like what ravine is and i like a little of the backtracking and exploring but at some points for me, it was like, oh, yeah, I got a new ability. Let me, like, backtrack and, and see, you know, because I remember some parts that you could use that ability. And then, let's say, you got the morph ball, and then you go to a place where there's the morph. You go all the way back because you remember a place for the morph ball, and then you go there, and you need a second ability. It's just not the morph ball. So, like, oh, no, okay. So, that, that, that was a waste of time. So, I feel like that... That happened a lot with my gameplay before I started using a guy, and that's how I got frustrated. And I feel like the whole thing of like the um, the first part of the game, you know, it's straightforward, right? You have same area, and then you check where to go in that area, and you can kind of get lost like 
you know, where to go, but you get to the boss, you fight the boss, and you get a new ability. When I got to the second area, I thought, okay, this would be the same. I'm going to get to this area, I'm going to explore the area, I'm going to find the boss of this area, fight it, get a new ability, and move on. But then that's not what happened. We don't have a boss in the second area. So that that was like, you know, that was what threw me off because I was expecting something. Like I was, I was expecting the, hey, let me explore this area, get the boss, get the ability, explore the next area, get the boss. So I wasn't expecting to go ahead and progress into the to the like third area before, you know, I have finished the second one or at least like most of the second one, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I think one thing this game does really well is if you're if you're not like progressing linear like in a linear sense in the game, like there's this like data thing that like pops up and then it, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it brings up like, hey, like why don't you go to this place? Yeah. Like, I, I like that. But then you don't have to, or maybe you're doing something else. Uh but no, I, I I totally agree with the frustrations you bring up. But yeah, as far as like, you know, the, the controls go of like Samus, uh, you know, the movement I, like they're not really like a lot of platforming like uh but like the shooting the you know the, the dodging the exploration to a to a degree obviously i think it's all really solid and uh let's see yeah the controls and stuff uh like yeah. i know we're updated for this version because it is a remaster and i guess i want to get into that really quick is uh you know i see a lot of discourse saying that this game is should have been called a remake but after playing through it, like no, it's a remaster. It's just a it's a it's a remaster that had a lot more love put into it than other remasters. Because some remasters are just, you know, it's obviously not this simple. But at first glance, some remasters you think they just go to their computer and put upscale, 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 and then that's it. While this, they're yeah. like, okay, let's update the controls, let's update like the layouts, let's like not just make it look like a port. And that's awesome, and it does look really good. It it does look dang good, and I think that was one of it our really, uh, yeah. Uh, I think I just skipped over one of our uh, community comments about it. Let's see. It was Nash Stevens asking how good the graphics were for Metroid Remastered and if they are good, not terrible. Uh, but yeah, no, that, that this does not fall in that in, in that camp. And I'm a really big fan of these developers. Retro Studios have made the new Donkey Kong games and Donkey Kong Country Returns, good Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Tropical Freeze especially is... Uh, like in my top three favorite platformers of all time. So th they're really solid. They put a lot of love into this. And obviously they had a lot of time to remaster this. So it's kind of crazy. Um, but good stuff. Yeah. There. What, what, you got you got anything to say about the graphics? Oh, the graphics looks amazing. Yeah. Because Nintendo Switch is a hit or miss, right? <laughs> Nintendo Switch is like, you get some graphics where like, okay, we were playing on the Nintendo Switch. I understand. And all of a sudden you get like games that are like, you look, oh, it, this is a bit like Nintendo Switch can can handle this. Like, is this what we're supposed to expect? And I think this is a game that made me feel that way. You know, of course, there's nothing like super crazy, but I think the game is beautiful. I think it it holds up pretty well. Like, it feels like a modern game, that's for sure. So you know, at least in the graphics. And as far as the controller thing. Uh, I have a comment that I noticed at the end of the game. It took me to the end of the game to notice you could change the the attack in your visor thing and your like abilities to, because like you need to hold X and then change the right. You do the D pad then, or whatever. Yeah, D pad X and the D pad, and you can change to like you you hold X for the to to change your blasts to change your, like when you shoot. And you don't hold when you want to change visors. And you can switch that and make so that you don't uh, you don't need to press the X to to switch the beams, which is way better. But I played the whole game without it. Wait, so you just, just went into the menu to switch every time? No, I mean, like, I, it took me to the end of the game to notice that you could do that. And then instead of, like, so you use the blast instead of having to hold the X button. You could just, you didn't need to hold the X button. You just need to press the D-pad. And then you hold the X button to change the, for the thermal, for the X-ray and for the other stuff. So. Wait, I'm confused. So wait, how are you doing it through the game? No, like, I, I, I only, because like the way you're explaining yeah. it is like the only way I think I know how to. Okay. So think about the game, right? You, you uh -huh. press, 
there's one there's the blast like there's your your attack and there's the visors and and suit upgrades like there's the the x the x-ray the thermal thing right uh for one of them for the for the blast every time you want to to change for the, for the other color for the red one the purple one you need to press x right yes you press X. Gosh, it's been then, a little while since I've played yeah, it. Okay, maybe so I don't press remember. X and, then, and then and then press the D pad, and and then you have to do that a lot because you're changing your attacks all the time, right? But you can change that for you to not have to press the X button for the attacks, and then oh, press so this the is a button. this is a setting. Yeah, this is a setting. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. And then wait, it took was me it to that annoying? I didn't think it was that annoying to do. I feel, yeah, I feel I felt like it was annoying. I felt like it was oh, better the other okay. way around because like you shoot more than you use the that you change the the visors. So for me, it was like eh, like annoying. I, I like to cycle to the to the attacks. So for me, it was like, and then you had to cycle like to open doors. And then sometimes you're just running away from enemies and then trying to open a door. So. And yeah. then that made me like a little a little harder. But anyway, that's like something that I discovered at the end of the game that <laughs> I felt like most people didn't even touch the settings. But for me, yeah. made, and then I felt I fought like the last two bosses with the, the, the controller switch from what I played the, the, the whole game. <laughs> anyway, that's you, the, you that's mentioned it. the visors. Uh, I guess we could talk about the scanning and all that. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I, I'm not really a big fan of the or not. I don't know if I should say big fan, but just I I didn't have a lot of care for the whole scanning feature in the first place. Um, I think it's cool to learn about the lore and stuff, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like I, I kind of want to just look it up online and then just read the yeah. entries instead of looking for yeah. it. Unless you're like a completionist for that, but I don't know. Just scanning stuff doesn't seem that. Yeah, because I saw your gameplay. Because you didn't see my gameplay, but I saw your gameplay, so I can tell. Right. Your... <laughs> and then in the, in the beginning of the game, you look like a tourist with a camera in a new place, just like taking photos, everywhere, just like scanning everything. And and then like that's uh, I got take away from the game a little, right? Because you need to. I learned later that you don't need to to get a hundred percent. I think you just need to scan what is red. You don't need to scan what is, right. uh, but, but yeah, I don't know what, like, it felt nice. There were some moments I got stuck because yeah. you had to like scan something and I, I wasn't yeah. scanning it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't like that. I, I feel like the, that's something that yeah. like you had to already have Metroid knowledge before playing the game. Yeah. And I, I don't like that kind of stuff where like you have to like already know something about that specific franchise to, to do. At least that's how I felt. Um, yeah, because all these because uh, okay. One thing I want to say about this game is I'm actually kind of itching to go back to it because, uh, like all these people that fawn over this game and just you know have nothing but good things to say about it, they've played it so many times, and I really think when you know what you're doing in this game, I think it just I, I kind of just want to you know play through it again, and like now that I know everything, yeah, you know that this franchise has to offer as far as like within this game. I just feel like it'd be a lot, a lot smoother of a ride. And like, I can't, I, I don't remember everything off the top of my head. So like, I'll still have those moments where I have to look for stuff, but I won't be so freaking lost or just like, where it's like, oh, I was in the right room the whole time. I just never opened the scanner. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That happened to me Or too. I missed this. Yeah. <laughs> so some yeah, I'm actually excited to play to it scan. again. Yeah. I like, I enjoy scanning the bosses or the enemies to know like where their weaknesses uh, were. I feel like that was a nice touch. Uh, at the same time, I felt like, like you said, there was some rooms that I was in the right place, but you need to scan some 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 badges and stuff like that, some some symbols and stuff. And I totally forgot you had to scan because I'm not used to that type of like to Metroid. Yeah. So, so I was like, I wasn't expecting that to progress. And then once I I did once, and then I was like, okay, now I know what it is, so. Yeah, just moments like that. It wasn't always scanning. Sometimes it was other things, but... Uh, yeah. But honestly, everything from here, I, I feel like I'm pretty positive about. Because like I said, like once like you're going, like I, I love it. And yeah. let's see, next on your list, we got the Morph Ball. The, I think the Morph Ball is awesome. I love, oh, yeah. uh, you know, when a game... 
uh, totally changes like what the game is, but it still matches the feel to that game. So like a, a more obvious example would be like Mario Odyssey, where you know it's 3D, but I love the 2D Mario sections. It's not the same gameplay at all. Oh yeah, but yeah. It's got the same feel, and that's how I how I feel with Morph Ball. Like you're literally going to a t- 2D section and. Or the half pipes or whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, but it still here. feels yeah. so Metroid-y, Samus-y. Uh, so yeah, I, I really like using the Morph Ball. I, uh, I like the, the weapons and upgrades are, are pretty are pretty sweet in this. I will say, I, okay, just looking at this gameplay you're putting on screen right now. Yeah, well, you're failing, there were sorry. one or two parts where like you, you got to like get yourself going up that I, I hated. I looked yeah. them up because I thought they were impossible. And then I saw someone do it and I'm like... Oh, so it is possible. And then you try to mimic it, and it's still like so freaking hard to mimic. But there, I think there were only like two moments at most with those. And they are optional. Yeah, yeah. Mo- well, I think one was optional. One you had to do. So, but no, besides that, I love pipes. rolling yeah. around in it. Yeah, you need to do the half pipes. And then it, it looks like I don't understand the momentum. Like you want to keep the momentum, and then you do something, all of a sudden, like the ball just stops. And then all of a sudden, you got it right. It didn't feel like. I know what I knew what I was doing, but like you said, apart from that, the morph ball was amazing. I really enjoy it. I enjoyed like the little puzzles that you had to do with the morph ball sometimes in the walls. So apart from like I said, one or two half pipes, I feel like the morph ball was pretty nice. And apart from me pressing the wrong buttons every once in a while too, just like <laughs> wanting to jump and then dropping a bomb or the opposite. I, I was I don't know what, but felt like like a kid that never played a video game sometimes when I was trying to to use that. I never got a controller like mapping my in my head or something. But but it was fun. It was fun. And then there's uh the different um uh, visors, the thermal vision and x-ray. Yeah. I thought those were both neat too. Uh thermal is cool when you know there's it's dark and you gotta see the enemies yeah. in this game, which are called the Space Pirates and X-Ray when... Oh, gosh. What what did you need the X-Ray for? It was just to see, like... Oh, was, yeah, there was hidden, some platforms. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Names. Hidden platforms yeah. and stuff. Um, I did think the X-Ray was annoying at some moments because... See, I, I should... I know all this now because I've played it. I'm just saying on a first playthrough. Like, I, just, I hate looking stuff up, but uh, yeah. I had to at some points. And... I was like, man, it is like I, I I cannot do this, or there's nothing over here. But you just got to pull out the X-ray, and actually, yeah. no, that's that's not true. You don't just pull out the X-ray. You got to pull out the X-ray, make sure you're looking in that specific spot. And <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think yeah, that's the first yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the the thermal vision for me was there was one part where you get it, and then you you spend a lot of time with it, and then it was like hurting my eyes because it was like everything was too purple for for too long. But apart from that, like again, what you're saying, like I enjoy that in the in the games. I feel like some bosses that we'll talk later had like stuff with it, so it was it was like an interesting thing to to the game. It's funny because like we we trashed the game in the beginning and then <laughs> now we started talking about good things. But yeah, in a I way, love both like, these vis- these yeah. visors, especially during fights. Like there are some awesome moments where yeah. like, you get to use them on boss fights. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah, wait, wait, I feel like the game. What did the game do well? It do like super well, right? And then mm-hmm. there's some quality of life stuff that could be expected from a game like launching this year, which is again, it's not the case of the game. But when we play, right, we have like so more knowledge of gaming. We have like so much stuff that we are used to now. And it's like playing an old game and getting like a huge loading screen. I don't remember. I was playing an old game. Um, not too long ago, I don't remember which one it was, and then there was like a bigger loading screen. I was like, "Ooh, I like." I got so used to games being like super fast or hiding their loading screens that something that for me never was a problem wasn't a problem before when I was a kid. Loading screen, I was used to it. Right, we got like a huge loading screen, and then all of a sudden that was a problem. And I feel like with this game, it's kind of like that. If you if you played when it was released. That was another time. Like we we were used to some stuff that, you know, right now like we're not used to anymore. And we kind of and I think I said that in another episode where I said the now we kind of like 
want to play more games. We have a bunch of stuff to do. So we kind of get anxious sometimes of like just losing time. And then with this game, sometimes we're backtracking and you're like kind of waste like an hour looking for stuff when you don't find anything. You don't get XP, you don't get anything. So you're just like waste time. So, but when you when you're progressing and you're fighting enemies and, and you're changing the visors and you change your attacks, I feel like the game do really well. I feel like the game is pretty good. Yeah, I just got done playing Zelda Breath of the Wild recently also. And like, I'm not a Metroidvania guy. I already said that, but I'm also not an open world guy. And like, I remember I really wanted to get into World of Warcraft. And part of me still wants to. But man, dude, you're just walking so much in that thing, especially towards the beginning. And the thing that made me change my mind about open worlds was Breath of the Wild because, and this might be this might be more telling to, I guess what technology has done to our brains, but but Breath <laughs> of the Wild, everywhere you go, you are progressing, and that's not an exaggeration. Literally, no matter where you go, you are progressing. Maybe you're not a puzzle guy, but if you go some random direction, you're bound to run into a shrine. And guess what? You don't have to do it. But even if you don't do it, you have a fast travel point. You're rewarded. Or maybe you just go up to the top of the hill and you get the Korok seed. And it, it like you just get a little dopamine rush. And yeah. I, I don't know. Like no matter what you do, you're progressing. While like in this, like I, I just felt I was beating myself up because I was not progressing so much. Um yeah, and like that's you, perfect, you don't, yeah. And like maybe you're in this area and you're like, like, do I really need to spend all my time looking at every <laughs> single footage, uh, square foot of this place? And then you really don't know it's a gamble. And sometimes yeah. you're rewarded and then most of the time you're not. But but no, like like you said, I, I think we keep defending ourselves that like we actually do like this game. It's just we're just strong about these opinions because no one else is sharing them. So, <laughs> yeah, true. yeah, let's see. There's the map. We talked about the map a little suit upgrades. Oh, yeah, the super suit upgrades were cool. Yeah. Uh, what? What? There's like the there was the one that has you resist fire, the phase yeah. on. Then there's the water one where it changed the water. The water That's one. the one that I got. The, yeah, great the gameplay because this one's like the one that actually like changed more. Like the other one's kind of like access a new area, right? This one, yeah. You, you change a little and Samus's more. suit is one of those that like it. Um, probably not any color, but all the colors they they go with are always look pretty rad. Uh, yeah, she has some of the cool coolest uh, costume alternatives in Smash Bros. So, and a lot of them are from their her games. So, yeah, the enemies, yeah, mostly they're space pirates and little monsters and big monsters wow that sounds really derivative but th that's what they are <laughs> like i can't yeah but they're, they're, uh, yeah uh, i i think yeah I, i'm a big fan of their designs they're yeah stuff. i really i enjoy uh finding the enemies most of them are like pretty nice apart from the metroids i hate those things finding those things Ooh, like, the you. yeah but uh, I was fine with the Metroids until the end. The end is where oh, I got yeah, a little annoyed yeah. by the, the Metroids. But before yeah. that, I, I loved like that's true. That's I, I love yeah. moments where you just like you just totally yeah. get uh what, what what's the term? Uh, you just yeah, I don't know. You just get bombarded by them. Like there's this one section like not at the end, but it's like this before the second last boss, where like you go through these sections like with these mushrooms and stuff and. I, I loved yeah, that yeah. section. Like sometimes you're just like, oh, I got owned, but I loved it because I want to overcome it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Like the Metroids, you they were like easy to kill at first because you could, could freeze them and then like throw like and then attack them and then they will like uh, get killed, get destroyed and stuff. And then <laughs> at the end, you got like other ones where they like uh, change into two. Where they split into two, and then like each one have a different color, and then you need to have the right weapon to shoot to shoot each one, and they don't freeze anymore. So that's when they got annoying, because at first, like you know, they could fly towards you, but like you said, I felt like if I get hit, it was my mistake, you know, because like if I was careful and then shooting from far away, I could kill them. But then at the end, it was just like. Oh, it was horrible. It was just horrible. I was hating them. Yeah, that, was just like, oh yeah. man, that was annoying. Like you're just trying, uh, like, 
yeah, oh, man, what was it, man? I should have played this like this week. Like I, I finished <laughs> this game like a month ago. But I just remember you're just trying to climb to the top and you got to kill these different colored or they the oh, oh they're the ones that you you kill them then they split into two different colors. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You're just like, "Oh, what the? We got to do this." And then by the time you're done killing those, they respawn over here and like you're just in this loop and you can't get off this yeah. platform. That's between the the last two bosses where you're like platforming yeah, yeah. and then there's the yeah. It's literally in the last area. So Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh no, the monsters are really cool. Like I, I like those ice monsters a lot. Uh, like got the yeah. spikes on their back, or like the the Orby stuff. Uh, the the energetic looking ones were kind of annoying because like the enemies respawn really fast in this game. Like if if you leave and go back, I think they respawn. Yeah, yeah. So that was another thing I hate about backtracking. You're like, oh wait, should I check that? And then you're like, oh, do I want to yeah. go through all that again? I feel um, like the like at some point. You, you reach some parts where the enemies take a long time to kill. Like, especially the ones that you need to, like, the x-ray vision. And then those are the parts where it gets, like, a little frustrating because you... Uh, because, like, you check the, the other, you know, uh, like, uh, another part and then come back or need to come back and then you need to kill them again because they're already in, the, like, the three or four. So you spend, like, one or two minutes. You can also, like, run away, but... I felt like, I don't know, I felt like killing everyone. So, so I felt like it got more annoying towards the end when you have to backtrack to some parts where, where, where in the beginning, like some enemies were just like, okay, they were like pretty simple. Yeah. Uh, and the enemies probably have the, the coolest, the cool thing about the enemies is they, they're probably the thing that gets you uh, the most info about the story, especially with the space pirate stuff. Yeah. Um, so like, for example, like if, uh, like one one funny one I found. Uh, I read all the data scans online, but like when you go and infiltrate a space pirates, you know quarters or whatever it is, their command centers, um, and you scan their stuff, it'll be like they they try to mimic a lot of what Samus does, and they always say like, yeah, I'm like, I can't remember the exact term, but pretty much they're like, yeah, like our bones crushed or something, uh, like for like the morph ball for instance. Um, so you get a lot of the lore and story that way. And I guess we could talk about the story a little because there's not a whole lot of story. We actually got a comment um, from our YouTube live chat as we're talking about this, asking if I will do a 100% video for this game. And um, I actually did 100% this game. It was just so hard to make a video for it because it was just like, I found this, then I got lost. I found this, <laughs> then I got lost. And my, my kind of videos are more... Uh, I guess they more cater to linear stuff, uh, but you know what? That's a, but I, I'm I don't want Metroid Prime to change its story because of my videos because I do like the ambient <laughs> feeling and the the mystery. Because yeah, really, it's Samus. What what is it like? It follows a distress signal. It ends up. It came from the big alien bug parasite queen. Now you're like, holy wait, what what are these space pirates doing here? So you go down to the planet. Oh, you chase Ridley down to the planet, and then you're like, okay, let's just figure out what's going on here. Because then you find out there's a... Uh, yeah, you find out they're up to something. And they are up to something, yeah. and then you destroy it. And that's the story. Yeah. That, that's really the story. And that's all you need yeah. for it. Like, it doesn't need any more than that. Like, I mean, I love Mario. And what's Mario? Oh, Bowser. Mar Mario's even simpler. Yeah, the princess was kidnapped. Oh my gosh, dude. I don't know if we can do a Mario video. I hope we can. I really want to do a Mario video. <laughs> But now That's I'm kind true, of nervous yeah. just talking about it, but have to to create our own story or something, <laughs> right? But Maybe. yeah, the, the story is pretty simple. I, I I watched some stuff, and I think I I think I comment. Uh, I think I said this to you uh, when we were chatting about something else, so not in the podcast. Where I was playing the game, and then all of a sudden I, I felt like the urge to, you know, let me watch what this game's about for me to get more interesting in it. And then there's the whole like Chozo lore and then the Chozo were the, the, the race of that, that planet. And they, they had like the vision that someone would, would come and save them. So they left like the, all the upgrades, you know, for, for Samus to take and conveniently, right. Cause she lost all the upgrades in the explosion. Then conveniently oh, yeah. they, they, they had the upgrades for, for her again. Um, they do that every then, game. It's so yeah. funny. And then, 
and then there's like the the thing of like the the metroid which is like corrupting the planets or like killing the planets transforming the planet into something else something like that and i don't know like someone a metro fan can get mad at me for explaining this way but and then and then that's what you're trying to to do you know but we don't get that in like dialogue or anything like that so when you're playing the game you kind of you get a point where or Dolores, but you don't get to see like the point of Samus, like what she's thinking or, or what she's trying to like, what's her objective or something like that. So you know you had to like read something or watch a YouTube video explaining. So if you go like straight to the game, you kind of like feel a little uh, what's going on here. But again, like you said, it's part of the game. It's part of the the, the franchise, right? And there's like a. There's the good and the bad about that. There's the good too, where it just feel like everything's a mystery, and you like keep discovering the mystery. So that's a that's a that's a nice thing too. So it depends on what you want for the game. Like it can be a good or it can be a bad thing. Yeah, and there actually is a lot of lore. Like I don't want. Yeah, I, I guess I might have done the game dirty a little, saying there's not much to it. Cause like. <laughs> You know, you could you could go the whole game and not know why there's a big yeah, literally Metroid Prime sitting under the temple. Like, but you have to scan to find all of it out. Uh, and you know, it's like, you know, there was like this great civilization and then yeah. poison came and I'm not even going to try to butcher it cuz um <laughs> But like, like I said, like, lot, yeah. at, at least they look cool and they look great and they're great to fight. Yeah. Um, but th- this game does focus on what it's good at and that is like the exploring and stuff. Um, or more like the adventure, I would say, more than the exploring. Because yeah. like, there was like a debate when this game first came out. Is this a first person shooter or is it uh, a platform, a 3D platform? I forget what the other one was. But anyways, w- uh, the first person shooter was the mainly debated one. And... I think Retro came out and said, no, it's a first-person adventure game. And that's what it is. Because, you know, like, it, it is fun to shoot. And, you know, all the ba- I think the boss battles are pretty enjoyable and stuff. Um, the little skirmishes you have. But, like, if that's all you did, like, that's kind of... Other games do it better. Like, th- this game gives you enough for it to be good enough. So that way then you take a breather when you go to the next location and stuff. Yeah. I guess we should talk about locations next. So, like, first, you're, you start out Frigate Orphean. And it was actually kind of nice to know where I, I played that stage so many times in Smash Bros. Where like it flips you over. There's the big parasite queen in the back. I'm like, oh, that's what it is. I love those yeah. moments in games where you're like, oh, I've already seen this. And now I finally get it. Uh, there's Talon Overworld. I guess I'm going to breeze yeah. through my thoughts on these. Because right. I think we're okay. going to spend more time talking about the yeah. bosses. And then you tell me what you think. Talon Overworld was, uh, yeah, I don't know, pretty standard, pretty cool. Chozo Ruins. Uh, oh man, that was like just kind of a sandy one. I, I really liked the, you mentioned the fin, Fendrana Drifts. I, I thought the ice area was awesome. And Magmore Caverns, I thought some parts were like disappointing because they were just playing lava levels with, I don't know, like, oh no, there's lava. Yeah. Come back when you can grapple over it. And like, that's all there is to it. And like, it's it's pretty dang linear. But then some parts were, were really cool. Um, actually, yeah. maybe the phase on mines were probably my favorite, because uh, every part was just so different with that. Like, you, there's like this, you see the pirates and the, like have this crane. They got like their experiments. Um, yeah. There's even like a I don't even remember where the pirate base was. Oh no, that was in Fendrana Drifts. That's another reason I liked it. Anyways, yeah, I I guess what I'm trying to say is the areas that had more diversity within their elements, I liked more. What did you think of the areas? I really enjoyed them. Yeah, I was uh, sorry. I was a little distracted here because I, you know, I, I make the videos for the podcast and I uploaded them all and some of them are just not here. So, <laughs> so it's just you were talking. I was like, why? Oh, my God. Where's where's the, <laughs> the magmore thing? Where's the lava place? And they're just not here. So I, I might have to upload them again just to show oh, people. Good. But uh, I really enjoy them. I really enjoy the, all the sceneries and stuff. Uh, I really enjoyed the the feeling of it. I feel like the the lava place with the music, it was so good. Like the music was oh, so music good was in that good. place, and so I really enjoy it. I really enjoy the the exploration of the places and and the maps and everything. 
Did you uh, like the lava place though? I like it. Yeah, and usually okay. I don't like lava places. Yeah, and this one I I kind of yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, I feel like I usually like lava places, and this one I wasn't too big of a fan of. But oh, really? <laughs> well, because like funny. when you look at the map, yeah. it's it's not exactly like this, but it's just really just a long. You know, it's it's pretty. Yeah, it's just it's just a skinny road, and like. Yeah. And like it had like different elevators to different places, so I felt like it was more like a connector world. Uh, while like other ones, it was like oh, like you go over here and all that. And yeah, yeah. there you go. I got so, it. Yeah, got it to show the more caverns. Yeah, I really enjoyed this one. I feel like this was, which is funny because this was the second place in, in the like that you kind of visit. The third one, if you caught the the ship in the beginning, the which is not a ship, the and. Uh, the space station and and then like the but it felt like you know uh, usually the lava place are the last places in the games that's true so it, it was like they do give you a lava see. moment during that terrible metroid part at the last part of the game that's true yeah there you go they had to throw it in nintendo had to throw it in they couldn't resist <laughs> I is that I I think that is the room literally like I know we said the last area but I think that's the room where it's literally before the final boss and Nintendo was just like wait what there's no lava in the last world put it in literally the <laughs> second last room like <laughs> yeah so cool all right and then uh yeah let's talk about boss battles boss battles boss battles parasite queen uh yeah this one I guess was just so standard because. You find it pretty, you know, instantaneously when you boot up the game. Um, yeah. So they have to make it simple and all that. But it does hook, like, uh, when I when I do it, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm into this game. So it's good enough. Yeah. I think it's, those it's are good first okay. bosses when they, you know, make them look threatening, but they're really not. And I, I, <laughs> like, yeah. you just, you, it makes you really feel like you accomplished something yeah. anyways. Yeah, it, yeah it's funny because, like, you definitely know how to read because you, you scan and learn that the weak spot was in the mouth and then you kill super quickly. And I right. didn't. Yeah, apparently, I don't know how to read because I didn't scan it and I didn't notice that. I don't that, think so I did I, that either. It took me way longer to, to kill it, I think. I think I had to like dodge some. And well, way longer might be an exaggeration, but it, it wasn't like that fast. But it was nice to see uh, a boss like that in the beginning, right? So right. kind of like gives you the feel of like you're gonna have like giant bosses, which takes a while to get to other bosses again. Uh I think I'm gonna Visa did made some great notes for this uh podcast, but I'm going to skip over the sub bosses. Oh um, yeah, yeah. That, that's good. I thought about good. that too. <laughs> is it, is it Flagra that's the next one? Oh yeah, Flagra. Yes. It is, yeah. Ooh, Flagra I thought was really interesting. I, I was a little frustrated at first because it should not have took me as long to figure out how to how to beat this thing, but it did. I think this one's got pretty interesting lore too. Where, oh man, let me look it up. I because I, I read everything after I, I first beat the game. Um, ah, yeah. If I don't go off the top of my head, we're not going to go into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but what, you pretty much had yeah. to get the satellites up. Was that was that what it was? And then I just I don't know why the satellites never clicked for me. But eventually I got it, and you you flick yeah. the satellites and. You what? You get the sun beaming at it. Is that what? It, no. Yeah, because the the satellites yeah, yeah. like the sun hit the satellite or whatever that is, and that makes the boss grow. So what you're doing, you're kind of like oh, doing right, the, the right. opposite. Yeah, you're taking it out. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so you're flicking yeah. them up away. That's yeah. right. You take them out so the boss like goes down or get hit, and then you turn into the Marth wall. Then you go in and get a hit, and you do like four times and. Each time, of course, you need to get like more of the satellites, and and then that's it. That's a that's not actually like the first real boss of the game, right? And I felt like it was it was pretty good. This one I I still did without checking any guides, and I kind of like got it, and then you know I, I felt like it was interesting. Nice. Uh, was she got the boss? Wait, I don't. You yeah, it was the big. It was the like. You did get. You definitely what, got an upgrade like, after it or something, right? Yeah, um, it's kind of like. It's this one. I'm, like I'm never point. doing this again. I'm never like playing a game and then saying, "Yeah, one month later we'll talk about it." I'm never doing this again because 
I really have so many thoughts. Like when you know when you're first done with them, obviously. But yeah, I just remember. Oh man, what, what did you have to do for that? Uh, do you re- have more of a recollection? <laughs> I remember with this one, you couldn't you couldn't shoot uh, in a specific way, or it would charge uh, their attacks. So you had to do something else. I don't remember it. Too. Oh and gosh! Then, yeah, it's not that long since I played. But I felt like it was pretty simple. This one was pretty simple. Yeah, I remember the the other ones more. So we can skip this one. Let's let's pretend okay. this one we'll never existed. Yeah, okay. So we can go to the Tardis uh, one. Oh, I, I remember, remember. Th- Tardis really well. Uh, but I'll let you start just in case. <laughs> I don't want to make myself look dumb. But okay, I love that one. I remember it pretty well. You know, silence, second of silence. Uh, right. So, so this one, uh, you had to turn into your thermal visor and hit a spot where you could see here in the, in the video. It was like there was a glowing spot. Uh, or if you're listening, let me try to explain. Uh, you could see like you know. When you're using like a thermal vision, you see like the heat. So the boss had a heat part, and then you just fire that part until it was broken, and then you had to fire again. I think without the t- thermal vision, and then you had to repeat that a couple of times until the boss was down. But the boss could like roll around, could shoot some stuff at you, would shoot some rocks at you that you can destroy it with your thermal vision too. Oh no, you. I think when you shoot the rocks, you had to take your thermal vision out to destroy the rocks or something like that too. So it was an interesting boss. I think it was the first boss where you have that thing of like changing to another visor. And and that was pretty much it for this boss. Did you remember it? <laughs> this one, yeah, I'm, I'm more like I'm more trying to remember the attacks it threw at you because it wasn't like super because like how you described it's correct but i was never you always had to be on the move it felt like um yeah to a certain yeah, yeah, point. yeah um but yeah i think this is where you get the spider ball uh, yes yeah perfect yeah, yeah okay that's it. cool um yeah spider ball was cool well i don't know i thought spider ball was like cool at first but then i was like like really you're just it's just like it's not how, how do i say this it's not like you go to an area and you can spider ball wherever you want. You're you're stuck on like a single track and it's meant for to take you somewhere for a specific yeah. purpose. But anyway, just open more puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. And the elite the, pirates. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. go, sorry. Go ahead. What, what were we saying? Before we I was going to, to skip for the Omega part because that's the actual the elite part. Yeah, is yeah. Like, it's just a big part where you can kill pretty quick so it's just like a but sub-boss. they both have the sucker right they both got the sucker like yes yeah 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 that took me a long time to figure out I, I don't know why but like oh yeah he's obviously sucking in my power i don't know if it regens their health or anything like that but yeah i, um, I don't think so i do the think omega the pirate, omega pirate okay. was either that or the metro prime is the best boss so I yeah, kind of like was, how the boss yeah. is progressively got better. Um, like, didn't this one disappear and you had to change between X-ray vision and Infernal? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're on screen right now. And yeah, yeah, you had to uh, watch out for where it was going and stuff. And it would summon Metroids. And yet you'd have to weaken its armor. And um, Yeah. Did you have to hit it with different blasts? I'm trying to remember this one. I know the Metroids I you'd think, have to hit. Yeah. Oh, it was some Space Pirates 2, not the Metroids. Yeah. That's what it yeah. was. It was the and it'd be the pirates. colored spa- Space Pirates. Yeah. Yes. So for the Space Pirates, you have to change to your attack. And then for him, you have to hit, uh, destroy like legs or the arms. Like, and then every time you destroy it, all of the parts... It was going invisible, and then you had to change the visor and find it, and then it was going to like regenerate or something, and then you had to to shoot like with the missile and stuff, and then you hit him once, and then like redo it again. This was my favorite boss fight. Gotcha. And this uh, one yeah, was we... the the first time I felt like you know the all the upgrades they were needed because <laughs> like. For the rest of the game, I was like getting the upgrades. Uh, I felt like while I'm getting like all the upgrades, you know, like I don't need all of this. I'm not using them all. Like, and then for this one, you really need to use it. So that's when you, you know, you kind of feel like, oh, okay, I need the upgrades. 
And yeah, and kind yeah. of follows the Zelda formula where it's like, oh, you got a boomerang in this dungeon. I wonder what I'm going to use against the boss. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That was nice. Yeah, probably does it better than Zelda because I feel like the end it's still like is only like focused on one or two items, uh, but not Metroid Prime at least with this game. Um, because you're right, yeah. and we didn't talk about the beams much, but um, man, the, they they really nailed like the different kind of beams for sure. Like you know, you got your standard power beam, you got ice beam, which you all know what that does. Um, the wave beam like was pretty much like a homing purple ray of beams, yeah. and then dude, the plasma beam, dude, that thing's OP. It's so freaking powerful, but I loved it. I loved it yeah. for exploring more because like. Used to be like, oh, there's five space pirates. Five minutes later, and like plasma, you're just like, you're dead, you're dead. <laughs> like I yeah. loved it. It was great. Yeah, that that's true. That that's something that we kind of didn't say about the game. Whereas, like, yeah, when you backtrack, but later when you backtrack, you definitely feel like I'm like more powerful now because the enemies <laughs> stay the same, and then now you have like different attacks. Like now you can freeze them, and then you know some enemies that were harder or it would take more time now uh, it were easier so definitely happen and then we go to uh I'm the metroid prime okay no no there's one oh, before wait which one did, did i miss there's it? the meta oh uh, meta, the meta ridley. ridley yeah the worst boss oh, ever. i forgot about meta ridley i, I actually boss. felt like this wasn't that good of a boss worst okay boss that's, ever. that's interesting we agree on it and i have a reason for it what's your the, reason uh, is the reason that like this is like 90% of the fight is the easiest fight uh, ever. And then for the last 10% or 5%, it's just go berserk and it just take away all your health. So that happens to me the first time I fought. I was, I had like, you know, you have, I don't know, nine, because I didn't get all the health upgrades. So I think I had like nine uh, health, like, you know, 900% of the health. And I lost like, 50% in the first, in the first like 90% of the boss fight. And then I died for the, like, for the night, for the, you know, the part where I felt like, oh, you know, th th this was too easy. And then all of a sudden I couldn't get a hit. At least like I was trying to follow a guide and the guide was saying to use the, the missiles on it. And in the end, it was just like not hitting the boss. And the boss just go berserk, attack all the time. You need to keep dodging, 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 and then you have just a tiny window to attack his mouth. And then yes, the hurt the boxes window. are really frustrating. Yeah, and then you have like some, sometimes like, dodge, when his mouth dodge, is open, it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. So and it's frustrated. a long fight. Yeah. So you yeah. gotta go through that whole beginning again, like that you said was easier, and then you gotta. Yeah. So that was my problem. Yeah. That's exactly why I felt like, you know, I have my notes. My notes it starts like this. Meta really, it was the uh, one of the worst experience ever. <laughs> All caps. That's my notes for this part. Because <laughs> that's exactly it. And I, I kind of beat it in the second try. So, you know, it's kind of... I didn't, like... I probably still, like, longer in other games, beating other bosses and stuff like that. But for this one, all the experience of, like, having 90% of the boss being super easy, so kind of like a filler, kind of like, you know, just like, okay, let me... We do this just to get to the real boss fight, which is like really random where you hit or where you don't hit. And even I went to look at the guide, uh, no, because I went like, okay, I cannot beat this boss. Let me get, let me watch someone beat it. So I look on YouTube, a fight with the boss, and then you can clearly see that the guy cut because he gets to like the last 10%, his health is like. You know, he didn't get hit at once, and then all of a sudden he cut to a part where he's almost dying because he almost like you know it's it's frustrating, it's frustrating. And if the boss was just the last part, which is kind of like ironic, but if, if the boss was just the last part, I would love it because you get rid of all the, the things where just like you know, ah, this is easy, it's just like and then uh, like the boss fly away. And then you go back, and then you fly away again. So you need to kind of like wait for it to come back so you can yeah. attack. So you're just kind of like there waiting. So there's a bunch of waiting in the boss fight. So I felt like that was really, really weird. That's why I'm like, I and and I got so frustrated with me, like having all my health and then just got killed at the end. So kind of like I got I hate the boss so much. 
because of that because it was just frustrating <laughs> it's just frustrating i don't know yeah if i, you I agree with your thoughts on it yeah yeah i just i just remember standing around a lot and then like if you miss your chance you're like okay i gotta stand around a lot again until my next chance comes up yeah uh yeah uh i did <laughs> feel like it was sometimes more effective well you couldn't do it too much but like with with your beams what you could do was i forget what it's called but like you like pretty much chain it, it mainly with the wave beam i, I believe where like you know you, yeah. you like lock on and you hang on to them but then if you're I, out yeah. then you're out and you have a, uh, a suit upgrade or weapon upgrade that, that would for use that. your missile powers uh, your missile yeah. inventory yeah so uh that's what i, I felt like to kill it too yeah but I use that a lot with the the final boss, the Metroid Prime. But like I wasn't ever frustrated by it. Um, but it sounds yeah. like you may not have liked the final boss as much as I did. I will I say now, now I'm looking at this clip. I man, when they turn yellow, I hate it. You're like, oh crap, I gotta use the power beam. But everything else, I was fine with. Like, no, the, the the last one, I was fine. I was oh, fine okay. with the last one. Yeah, yeah. I felt like it was longer than you needed. You know, maybe like this. Yeah, the first part was kind of like easy to, to dodge. You just have to to change your attacks and, and stuff. But I feel like because I was frustrated with the with the Madden Ridley, but with the Metro Prime, I feel like it was pretty nice. I feel like the you know the, the first part it keeps changing its, its color, and then you have to match the color with the with the beam you're using. And it was like it was okay. And then the, the attacks. As long as you don't stay too close to it, you kind of don't get hit by the attacks, and you or you have like a bunch of time to dodge the attacks, so it was pretty okay to just uh, for this part. And then and then it goes for the second part, which was a little more frustrating because it had the um, the Metroids coming at you, but but it was nice too. It was it was okay. Then yeah, they might have made the first phase longer because they wanted to to use all the colors probably. I did yeah. like how it was, um, like it wasn't like abundantly clear, but you know, if you were just keeping a sharp eye, like you would learn like how to avoid the the first phase's attacks, whether it's like running yeah. over you and there's like that. I, I think it like yeah, like the second try, I'm like, oh yeah, there's holes here, and like you just get in the hole and morph ball, or like how it fires shots at you, and then sometimes you're just like, it's not worth it. I'm just gonna run from these, and then I'll yeah. fire at it later. Um, but yeah, then the the second phase, which was was it called Essence? Is that what it is? No. Is it's it? Core. Metro Prime. Core. Core, core Metro yeah. Prime. Yeah, this one I felt once you knew what to do, like the, like the first time you get there, you're just like, okay, I don't know what's going on. And then you die. At least that's what happened with me. <laughs> but then like once you knew what to do, like I felt like it wasn't too bad. Um, yeah. Like there's the Metroids and you, you kill them and you're like, oh, you stand in the Phazon. Because at first I think I, I, think I thought yeah. at first the Phazon was like, yeah. Oh, like you touch that, you're gonna get hurt. But then, like, I think I accidentally walked into it on one time, and I was like, "Oh, now I got like the phase on gun," which is actually yeah. pretty sick, by the way. And then you get to change your visor. Like sometimes it's X-ray, sometimes it's normal, sometimes it's heat vision, all that good stuff. It was a cool fight. Definitely, it was a cool fight. And then at the end, for the end credits, Dark Samus reaches out. Yeah, I didn't know it was Dark Samus. Yeah, I didn't. Do. I was like, "Oh, that I, makes I sense." The, <laughs> I saw the YouTube video. I was watching about the lore, and that's when Dark Samus it's it's born, I guess. Yep. And then Metroid Prime Two. Well, Visa, uh, yeah, I'm never doing that again. I'm not going to. I'm going to make sure I play the game before the podcast. <laughs> I, I I did just not so far before because we were going to make a video on this, but then I was like, I don't know if it fits the channel and. Sometimes you got to make that sacrifice because, you know, sometimes we put a lot of time into a video like Fire Emblem. We probably put like a combined, we put a lot of time into that video and it obviously didn't pay off and we could have just talked about it in the podcast. Uh, like we want we want to appease what our audience wants to watch. Uh, but who knows? Who knows? We actually may get a video of this in the future, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We'll, we will see. I think we'll for sure do Metroid Prime 4 when it comes out. If they don't uh, got fast travel, forget about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I'm not going to force us to do anything we don't want to do either. That's why I did not make a video on Sonic Frontiers, even though I think people expected us to. But um, yeah, that's a trash game. 
But uh, <laughs> anyways, the Play and Chill podcast once again is brought to us is brought to you by the YouTube channel members. Uh, I will let's uh, let's display our five dollar supporters right now. Thank you so much. It really does mean a lot. Like we don't really make a profit on this podcast, which is fine. It's more of a passion thing and way to stay. Uh, you know, connect with our audience more often because sometimes our videos take a long time to come out. And we got a big video coming out in the future. It might be another week or two, but um, it's going to be over an hour. It's going to be great. Uh, yeah. But we just we just want to make sure we get it right. But anyways, you got anything else to say, Visa, before we head off? No, that, that was it. That was it. I felt like we trashed the game and then we said a bunch of good things about it. Yeah. That's, so. Yeah. I, I just, I hated feeling stopped. I hate I, that. That's my, if like that's, if I had to like give a title for the review, it's like, I love it when it's going, but I hate it when I'm stopped. Like, <laughs> that's and, a good title, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think that that is really what it is. But, um, yeah, I, I hope I hope the franchise has good success. Like, I think if they do the updates you're talking about with Metroid Prime Four, that it 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 could be. Um, 2D is like a whole different beast. Like, I really want to try out Dread. Uh, because yeah, Hollow Knight is like has gotten me like, oh yeah, like maybe I would like a Metroidvania game, but I haven't <laughs> played one since Hollow Knight, and I don't want to get screwed. I don't want to get screwed. So, uh, but yeah. Anyways, we'll see you all later. Play and show podcast. Andrew Kletcho, all that's good stuff. See ya.